0: Hi guys, I'm Megan and I'm Sierra. Welcome back to According To. In this week's episode, we are going to be talking about adulting and what that means to us. Kind of that transition between, you know, having your parents doing everything for you and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I have to do all this by myself? And I'm sure we're mostly going to be talking about this from our experience and just any tips that we might have or if we have like little stories we want to share. But also everyone is going to kind of adult at their own pace. There's a lot of people that are maybe more mature in high school and do a lot of stuff on their own, and then there's people that don't, like, rely on their parents more, and so it just kind of depends on where you're at. We're just going to talk about what it's like, or what it's been like for us, and just how we feel like we're doing right now. Are we doing well? Do we think we're good at being adults? Mm -hmm. Do we think it's been a smooth transition, or has it been kind of rough? I know a lot of people think it's, like, this quick drop-off, like, after high school, because technically, we've been adults for over two years now. Yeah, you know, if you want to say 18 is, like, when you become an adult... And I certainly don't feel like, like, it's, I wouldn't classify myself, like, as an adult, you know? But you are. You, that's exactly what what an adult is. Yeah. And you're not a teenager anymore, either, so. Exactly. (laughs) At 19, you can at least be like, well, I'm still a teenager, so. I mean, 18, you can say that, too. But we're 20, so we can't say that anymore. So what else are you? (laughs) Um, But before we get started with that, we're going to do our typical weekly spotlights. So right now, if you are listening and trying to think of a weekly spotlight for yourself, it's always good to really just think about what you're grateful for, even if it's a little, little thing, you guys, if you've been listening to our podcast for a while, sometimes our weekly spotlights are just the littlest thing. So just in the past week, something you're grateful for, try and think about it and have one of those because we're not the only ones that should be doing this. You can listen to ours and then try and come up with a. Try and come up with one on your own. Um, my weekly spotlight is pretty simple. We, um, our, old, our older sister's birthday was on Monday the 27th and our grandparents came up on Sunday the day before and we had like a late lunch early dinner situation with them and I was just love hanging out with them so that was my spotlight. My weekly spotlight is that since going back to classes I feel like I've just had a lot more free time and like starting this new semester my schedule's a little wonky. I've got some day classes like right in the middle of the day every single day but then um you know two nights a week I have a night class and actually I have to go to office hours at least one or two other days that are also at night for that same class so it's like I've had this weird break but it's also been like every time I come home between classes I've got like a little bit of stuff I had to do and I know it's the beginning of the semester so we'll see how this changes later on but I feel like at this point in all my other semesters, I would have been, like, picking up the pace by now or, like, mm-hmm. having a lot more to do, and I don't feel like that's happened yet. I come home, I do a little bit of studying, I get my stuff done, or I do that, you know, in the morning a little bit before class, and then i have the done. Thing about having classes starting later than we've normally had them start is that I can use my mornings a little bit more than I have in the yeah. past. It's always been, like, get up and go, uh, but, like, I've been trying to get up still around, like, 8 or something every day and my classes don't usually start Like, I feel till like 11? I've been waking up earlier, too. Which is probably, it started off probably as being jet lag, and then I tried to use that too, to my advantage at the beginning of the semester, being like, okay, I actually just wake up early, and then I've been getting tired earlier, and then I just wake up earlier again as a result. So I'm trying to keep it going. However, the weekend might change that. I don't know. Yeah, but I just been... feel like we've been coming home and not having that much to do, and I kind of don't think it's going to pick up that much more, except for when it's around exam time? We'll have to find out. We'll see, but I'm appreciating it right now. All right, so let's go ahead and get into the bulk of this week's episode. So, adulting, when do you start? I think that you always kind of do bits and pieces of it and just grow your knowledge on, like, separating yourself a little bit more, but honestly, you can stay on your parents' insurance until you're 26, and, like, that's another thing that you have to do after you're 26 that, You know, you have to figure out at that point if you choose to stay on your parents' insurance that long. So I'm just kind of like, you could be adulting, like, everything is just you trying to figure it out, honestly. Mm -hmm. I would say it definitely starts, like, in high school, I guess, just in terms of gaining responsibilities. Like, I don't think you could say any, like, middle schooler has any, you know, sense of, like, doing adulting things for themselves. It's like, you're in middle school, Mm -hmm. you know? But in high school, like, when you start driving, that's when you start gaining your sense of freedom and like, getting a job, gaining responsibilities, so I think that's kind of when it starts, and it can either help you in the transition to adulthood, or adulting, uh, after graduation of high school, or if you don't pick up those responsibilities, that's probably when you're gonna realize that you're gonna sink a little bit. The people that, if you are not, like, learning a bunch of skills that you need when you get ready to move out on your own, or when you go to college, and you push that off until literally a month before you go to college, like, you're gonna have to learn, I guess it's not a lot, it's not like, you can't do it, you can (laughs) It's not like you have to learn that much, but it's, like, there's people that don't learn how to do laundry until literally, like, moving into a dorm, and their parents have to take them down to the laundry room so they can show them how to use the laundry room. Hmm. And that's what is going to be our first topic for adulting is laundry, because I feel like it's such a funny thing Mm -hmm. of, like, oh, I didn't have to, like, learn how to do laundry until I was, like, in college, but that's a big thing for, like, a lot of people. They don't learn how to do it until college, and I feel like we're going to, like, when we say this, we're going to be like, no, that's not true, but, like, we started doing our own laundry when we were in third grade. (laughs) I don't think you have to for some reason when we were in third grade we like wanted to we thought like oh if I can do my own laundry like then I have like that responsibility now and I don't know we just wanted to like we asked our mom if she could teach us how to do laundry I don't know why but we genuinely like we did our laundry as far as I can remember since third grade maybe our mom helped out a little bit but like I mean we did it at our mom's house our dad We don't really stay at our dad's. So honestly, we hardly ever do laundry at our dad's. But if we did, he's the one that does laundry. Yeah. So it also just depends on like your family dynamic. He like doesn't want us to do laundry at his house in separate loads because he's like, that takes up more water, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, we've been doing laundry for literally so, so long. And so it amazes me that people think it's like too complicated to like learn how to do. Like in high school, I kind of feel like, you should be able to do your own laundry, even if you don't do it all the time, like, you should like, know, you know, how, should to do know it. how to do your own laundry. Yeah, like, I think by the time you're in high school, I understand if parents are just, like, you know, throw me, like, like a lot of your system. clothes, you know? You know, some people have a system, they don't want it broken, but at the very least, like, you should make it your responsibility to be, like, okay, if I had to do the laundry, if my mom asked me to throw in a load, could I do that? And... I mean, some people go, like, really ham with their, like, laundry system. Here's how Megan and I do the laundry. Maybe this is why we think it's so not complicated. And this is how we've been doing it for, you know, however long we've been doing it since third grade. And I have not had a single issue, so that's how I'm going to keep doing it until something bad happens. Um, A lot of people separate their whites and colors out. Megan and I have never done that. Uh, We separate it into exercise clothes versus not exercise clothes. And that's honestly mostly because we don't want the stuff to get, like, on our Lululemon clothes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we spend too much money on that. For it to get ruined, and you're supposed to wash separately and then air dry. So that's what we do with Lululemon-specific stuff, but other like stuff lightings. that is in the exercise category that gets washed with it, some of it we do just throw in the dryer. If it's not Lululemon, then we are like, okay, whatever. And like I said, like, we mostly just, like, throw th- throw things in the washer, throw things in the dryer, call it a day. Like, basically, I mean, every laundry machine's, like, a little bit different, but, like, open it up, throw your laundry in, put Pour in the detergent detergent. In you know hot cold water whatever you want like some workout clothes require cold water if it's delicate it might require cold water otherwise hot water is fine I don't really think there's that big of a difference honestly um however long you want to go and if it's like a lot of them are labeled too where it's like oh here's for your comforter and bedding stuff here's for you know a speed wash if you don't have like a lot of clothes that's why I do I do a speed wash if I don't have a huge load um you know turn it on go let it go until it's done take it out Put I it will say it's annoying having in our apartment. We have like a stacked dryer washer unit, and like taking like getting in there, getting all of our stuff, and then just like throwing it into the top dryer and hoping none of it falls. That's annoying
1: mm-hmm. because it usually
0: does. Some and of like it falls. The dryer itself is pretty self-explanatory. The only thing you really have to do with the dryer is make sure you clear out the lint filter every once in a while, Some, and that's a fire hazard. Do you see that you on TikTok? No. Oh, I saw. I think it's on TikTok. Someone's like oh, the dryer's not, like, working very well, and they open up the, like, the roommate is, like, saying the roommate said that, and the roommate that knows how to dry their clothes open up the filter, and it's literally, like, a block, like, as if they, like, took out, like, a block of, like, lint. (laughs) So they're, like, oh, well, that might be why. If you don't know, dryers have lint things that you have to take out, and, I mean, I check mine, like, pretty often. I never have an issue with it being, like, too full or anything, because I feel like I just make it a habit to always check, and then if you don't check it, then it's fire hazard, so check the lint. Just also, I just used, this is, like, me adulting, and I'm, like, I need to get these for my apartment. When you're at our mom's house over winter break, um, I washed a sweater here, and that, when I took it out, it was super staticky, so I was, like, when I was washing it at my mom's house again, I was, like, do you have any dryer sheets? Because it was super staticky, and I know dryer sheets get rid of static, I just don't feel like I buy them here, because I'm too... I don't know. I just don't think about it. And so I used that and it was like, oh my God, it's not staticky. Oh my God, it's not staticky. And I knew it wasn't going to be staticky, but it was just like, wow, I should get dryer sheets like for my apartment, um, which I still haven't gotten, but we haven't done laundry here yet. So that'll be on my, uh, grocery list or something. Grocery list, target list, whatever. All right. So that kind of covers like the laundry section. Again, I think some of these things that people have in their head, like it's being like, I just can't learn how to do that. Like I've never done that before. Most of this stuff. Is literally it's not hard to learn at all. Honestly, most of adulting is just learning how to do the basic housekeeping stuff that your parents have always done. I mean, we're going to get into like finances and stuff later too, which is the other big component of trying to adult, but it's like cleaning and money. And that's how you adult. That's yeah. you like make sure Making that you, sure know. you don't die. <laughs> yeah. So, what else do we have as far as I guess we have work next? Yes. Okay. So, other part of adulting is uh, getting a job. Gotta make that new law. And so you gotta start somewhere. Most people get jobs when they're teenagers, and I think that that's a really, really good thing to have, is a job. I highly encourage that. Even if your parents are fully supporting you, there's nothing like gaining your own financial freedom and independence, so if you get your own job that's your money, you can spend it however you want. At least that's how I always view it. I don't understand when parents would like, control be their it. kids' money. Unless you're being, like, irresponsible, but at that same time, you're supposed to learn how to be responsible with your money at that point, point. and if you're spending too much, then parents should say, like, well, that's your fault. You're not spending your money wisely, so then that's on you. you like, later I mean? down the road, it's not going to be, you know, bigger consequences because you had those smaller consequences when you were younger. hmm um, And, like, plus if you're, like... I guess how it worked in our house for the most part was I think by the time we hit... Like, 14, 15, it really was, like, our mom and dad would, like, buy gifts for us for birthdays and maybe the occasional, like, if we were out at the mall and we wanted something that wasn't, like, super expensive, our mom might be nice and, like, buy it for us, you know? Every once in a while. That was usually only if she was, like, already buying something herself, mm-hmm. so she's just, like, we'll just do one checkout. She's being nice. But for We like, part, never go shopping with her dad, so, like, that yeah. really never happened. For the most part, though, it's been, like, other than in high school, too, and some of college our mom also paid for gas for our car, and then, now we just, you go, if you want something, if you want clothes, like, you buy it, that's how it was for all of high school for us, and that's how it is now, you know, we're only older now, so it's definitely just gotten more and more stuff as our responsibility, I feel like that's a good lesson to learn, because when you're in high school, you don't need clothes every single day, like, I guess I'll refrain, or like, I'll rephrase a little bit, we would still have, like, back-to-school shopping, um, like, with our grandparents, and so, like, they would gift us that for back-to-school shopping, you know, we would still do that, but it's, like, during the school year, you don't really just need a bunch of random clothes, like, certainly nothing that your parents should feel responsible for, like, having to give you, and so, if you want something, it was just, like, okay, then you have the money to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think, since we're talking about adulting, and, like, the transition is usually between high school and college, if you don't have a job and you're in college, I highly encourage that you get one. You have to have like some sort in of high income. In school or college? In college. Okay. Like, I know some people, if their parents pay for everything in college, like that's you and your parents' prerogative. Hopefully, you're still <clears throat> feeling like you're building your responsibilities in some other way. Um, but I really think that you should have some sort of income in college. So, we obviously have YouTube. We have Or if had you did slightly, like a really good job saving in high school, like some people get really good at like working a lot in high school so they have savings. Not to mean you couldn't even like save more in college, but I know some people work a lot in high school to be able to help pay for their college and other stuff. But yeah, there's a lot of different stuff that you can do to make money. So some jobs you could have in college, this is just like what we've thought of and obviously we really haven't done any of this because we've done our whole online social media YouTube stuff. Um, but not you to say work. none of you could not try that too, but it takes a little bit to build that up. You could work retail, work in a restaurant, work as an RA. Uh, campuses have a lot of, a lot of on-site jobs. So you can work I think that's at, what I would do probably. Yeah. Like the recreation center, they have like pretty much sit at the front desk or clean. I feel like that's pretty much what they do. Um, you'd be a bus driver. I could never, but you know, if your school has a bus system you could drive for that and they make pretty good money like I remember when we lived in our dorm there's people that work at the front desk they do mail and I don't honestly know what else they do except for mail they check they, they make sure nothing crazy is happening in the lobby or something but they just get to do homework or study the whole time that they're working so it's like if you have to work a part-time job where you're sitting at a desk for I don't know three or four hour shifts multiple times a week It kind of helps that that's, like, built-in study time for the most part because I guarantee Mm -hmm. they're probably doing more schoolwork than they are of their actual job when they do that stuff. So, that would be really good if you feel like you don't have time to do it, like, to get another job because then you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. Um, An RA, I'm pretty sure, is a lot of work, but they do also get a lot of benefits. So, like, free housing. housing. So, that's a big benefit if you, like want to get paid and then also you're not paying for your housing so that is like a good job but you have to do all of, like the events and stuff and like people kind of neglect the RAs because a lot of times people don't go to the events but um you still get paid it's a job so another thing you could do if you have some sort of like post-grad thing you're working towards is find a job that would help supplement either your application or I don't know what else just like getting experience in the <laughs> yeah. field that you want to work in it's also a good idea finding some sort of mentor that you can kind of work under. Great idea. I feel like something I noticed when I see other people that like or just at interviews you hear other people's experiences and stuff and it's like a lot of people and I know I have my own observation hours and job shadowing stuff, but a lot of people like they'll talk about how they were working as like a rehab tech or aide and like how they like worked there for like a year or like more than that or a semester. And I'm just kind of like, wow, you have like a lot of on hand experience Mm -hmm. and so Um, I think that if I wasn't doing YouTube, like, that's what I would have wanted to do, and I still am kind of like, wow, like, that's a really good experience to have that I didn't have, but I know that, like, I didn't do that because I didn't need a job, not to say I couldn't have done that, that, but I'm just, like, saying that they had another motive to do that, whereas I didn't, so it makes sense that... That's what they chose to do. Yeah. Be. I thought about that too because I even did look into it like doing it over the summer or something as like an interim thing, doing a rehab tech position, but I just couldn't find anything that I thought would fit with my schedule or like I didn't Because what's where it was really be. this is probably like a little more selfish than like me being realistic and like later on I'm gonna have to go with the flow of like an eight to five job or nine to five job or whatever I end up working. But it's like my job allows me to be so flexible that like right now that I kind of wanna milk it for all that I can. Um, so over the summer, like, last summer, I didn't want to get an additional job. I really liked being able to seek out observation hours on my own time, say, like, this is when I'm good with wanting to job shadow, but I didn't want to, like, have to get an additional job because I already have, like, such flexibility over the summer. I already didn't have classes and stuff, so, like, that just made it super nice, and I was like, I'll have to get a job later, so, yeah. Yeah, that's what I struggled with, too, because... Like, when normal people get a job that's not online, like, they have to be, like, okay, I have to commit this many hours a week to get money, and I'm, like, I already am making money, so it's, like, I would have to commit that just for, like, the experience, I And guess. then, also, like, we still would have YouTube going on, too, yeah. so it's kind of, like, and YouTube can take a lot of time. I don't think a lot of people realize that, but it gives us flexibility, but it also means that it requires a lot of planning and just making sure that you're, like, there's times where I'll be flexible, but then it means, like, I have to do something at 11 o'clock at night till, like, 1 in the morning just to get stuff figured out in time. So it's flexible, but the hours are still there. But I do love the flexibility of it, although sometimes it's, like, I'd rather not be working right now even though, you know, you have to because there's certain deadlines yeah. and stuff. Doesn't everyone feel like that, though? I know. So it's just you give some, you lose some. That's, <laughs> not, the, that's not the quote. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Um, That's pretty much it for work. Again, just highly recommend earning your own we income. We did coach gymnastics. I guess we could mention that. And that was because in high school, we did want that sense of, like, responsibility, I think. Yeah, I just wanted, like, I mean, that was kind of before YouTube got really big, I feel like, and we just always kept doing True. it, so. Like, theoretically, we could have quit, but we did not because... It wasn't that much time anyway, <clears throat> Yeah, really I was it for, like... It wasn't that many hours. Three hours a week was the max, so. And <laughs> we liked it, and it was convenient because we were already there before, or, we, like, we would just be coaching before practice, and then we had practice, and it was just nice and convenient, so mm-hmm. that was good. Alright, um, I also saw people asking about, like, grocery shopping on yarn for the first time. I actually think that most people probably, like, would agree it's, you know, not difficult at all. I mentioned, uh, when we're making our outline for this episode, if you can shop in any capacity, you can shop for food as well. I think that me and Sierra have found it much easier to go grocery shopping if you just make a list beforehand. If you have meal ideas that you want to make for the week... I know that me and Sierra have kind of, like, our set recipes that I'd like to expand, but we have not yet, and we, so, we kind of just go back to the same recipes, and we know that each recipe is going to give us, like, probably a day or two of food, and so we kind of come up with, like, three-ish recipes, and that'll get us through a week or so, and then we'll go grocery shopping again, probably get the exact same recipes. Mm-hmm. I think that... I'm just gonna we try to switch it a little bit, but... When it comes to grocery shopping, it's easy if you don't have a list to just kind of go into the store and throw things in your cart that might not mesh well together. And so when you get home to make dinner, you're like, I still don't know what to make even though I just went grocery shopping. So that's why having an idea of what you want to make will... It's like necessary. Yeah, it also helps you not forget anything because you have a list of everything you need. Whereas if you're just like throwing things in, maybe you thought in your head, oh, I should get, you know, tomatoes or something. And then you forget them because you didn't write it down. I also feel like me and Sierra like, have our set route now that we go on throughout the store, where it's, like, we'll have our list, we'll be, like, going through our set route around the store, and we know exactly, like, most of the time where, like, to pick up this or that, and then, um, you kind of just make it, like, once around the store, you're back at, like, the checkout area, and you're, like, okay, we got everything, except for last time where we forgot something and we had to go back to the store, and then I was trying to find a naked juice because I wanted (laughs) one, and I was going up and down the store for that, and I was, like, let's go to the juice section, let's go to this section, I couldn't find it anywhere, But I got a different one and it still tasted pretty good. Mm -hmm. I've also seen a lot of people in our YouTube videos asking if we can do videos about cooking. And I don't know, like, if I see that happening. But, like, for me personally, like, I'm not a chef, okay? We are not amazing, you know, cooks. But I think a lot of people get that impression. And I just want to say, like, it's not that hard to be able to just, like, make your own dinners and follow a recipe. Most of the time, we make a lot of noodle dishes. And boiling water, you literally just, like, you know heat it up, heat up until it starts popping bubbles and then it's boiling um when you know it comes this to is cooking meat gem, but I have to tell you because I was just like it was part of my like walk yesterday I spent like five minutes thinking about this um so if you didn't know so I was walking to campus yesterday and I was walking by myself because Sierra had class and mine got canceled so she was already on campus and I was walking and it's cold there's ice all over the sidewalks which is a safety hazard and I was like slipping the whole way to campus and then I started thinking like I can see that salt on the ice, you know? And I was like, this reminds me of chemistry when we were talking about how salt, like, lowers the the, uh, freezing temperature of ice. But then I was, like, getting confused because I was kind of, like, thinking of it wrong, and I was, like, saying that salt increases the temperature of freezing. I was like, well, that wouldn't make sense because that would make it freeze more. And then I was getting confused, but I was like, well, I know that if you add salt to water, it boils uh, faster. No, slower. Why? Why? it boils it slower because you're raising the boiling temperature. Why would you want it to boil slower? You don't. That's why people shouldn't add salt to the water. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that I'm remembering this correctly, okay? Sierra, I swear she made the point in chemistry where she was like, so people shouldn't do that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I swear that this was making sense to me on my walk yesterday. And eventually, I was like, okay, wait, yeah. The salt lowers the freezing temperature of the ice, so that, therefore, it starts melting because it's not gonna be frozen anyways that was my tangent and i hope that i said that correctly okay uh, back to okay our recipes <laughs> basically I, <laughs> when it comes to meat just make sure it's not raw um if it's chicken make sure it's not pink in the middle
1: you uh, can
0: get um thermometers and stuff that like yeah. guarantees that it should be at a safe temperature i haven't ever used that honestly i, I just did like cook it plenty. I cut it open yeah, if, if I'm cooking it on a increase the surface stove area by, like, cutting into smaller pieces, again, it kind of depends on what you're going to be cooking or baking, but if you cut it into smaller pieces, it increases the surface area, which makes it cook faster. Um, that's why, I I, like, some people use instant pots, too. Like, I know you can use those for certain recipes, yeah. and, like, that's kind of more of, like, a guaranteed success. It should cook through as if you're using, like, the same meat or, like, the same size of meat that it would be saying. Um, if it's not and frozen, veggies. too, because one time I tried taking, like, a frozen beef thing to cooking it, and... That took forever. It just took a while. It took longer than the thing said because I froze it, so... And then veggies, like, you don't really have to, like, cook them to a certain points, just kind of... Personal preference. You know, steaming, cooking them, whatever you want them to be. I feel like, also, if you have, like, not... If you're not sure where to try and get recipes from, honestly, like, the... Pinterest. Well, Pinterest is good, but, like, realistically... We usually use recipes that we've gotten from, like, our mom and what she's made. Yeah. And so if there's ever a recipe, like, if you go home and you really like a meal that your parents have made, ask for the recipe. That's I'm what we sure you probably can manage. Gotten, I mean, that's, like, cornflake a chicken, drunken noodles, realistically. chicken asparagus pasta. We haven't made that in a while, but those are, like, our big recipes, and we just started making them because we're like, hey, mom, how do you make this? And so she, I don't remember, well, I know we found one recipe from Pinterest to, so, like, It originated from there, and it's just... Actually, we found that from us doing one of our YouTube videos, so honestly... No, that... The drunken noodles one was from one of our... Or no, we... No, we did that because mom made it for dinner. (laughs) Did we send... Did she find it on Pinterest? I don't know. Our mom used to, like, on Pinterest. Pinterest She prints out recipes she's like, does this (laughs) look good? And I'll be like... Sometimes I'll be like, no, but yeah, (laughs) you can make that if you want. Anyway, that's kind of it for cooking and stuff. It's really not that difficult. I'm sure, like, you could obviously go to culinary school or something like that is in your budget or you want to try it out like you don't have to do it for like weeks on end but they've got some decent trial deals if you're just like wanting to kind of do something fun for dinner for that week you know it works and then out. you got to keep the recipe card so if you want to yeah we still have all of ours as can. if we've used it we haven't used <laughs> any of them again there's one though i think it's called pesto chicken or something like that it's like something pesto chicken anyways It was really good. I don't fully know. Like, I was looking at the card, and I was like, I don't know if this is going to be good, because me and Sierra don't love cheese all that much, and it's chicken, and then you put pesto on it, and then you put parmesan on it, and you, like, bake it, and I was like, it's literally crusted with cheese. I don't think I'm going to like that, but when it's crusted, it's not really, like, cheese anymore, and it's just, like, crusted chicken. It tasted really good, so we should actually make that again, but anyways, that's just me thinking of our dinner plans. (laughs) Alright, so, a lot of people also, like, when you think about moving into your first place on your own, I think this can be different if you're, like, talking about the transition between high school to college to then moving out versus, like, if you have to just, like, plain old move out if you don't go to college or if you're... Also, I want to do a quick interruption just because, you know, different people when they go to college do different things, different strokes for different folks. Have you heard that, Megan? I have heard that. I always say a phrase and then most of the time Megan, like, haven't heard of it, so... Because sometimes Sierra says just phrases that I'm like, how do you know what that is? Um, I was going to say, so for our specific university, and I think that this is really common at other schools and college towns, and then it's like really not common for others. You go, and most people are going to live in dorm freshman year. Um, and some colleges require that. Our school does not require that you live in a dorm freshman year, but like a lot of people do. It's pretty much expected. Um, and then after that, you could live in it you know, after that, all the way through senior year if you want to, but it's just not typical, and so most people will move into an apartment for the next three years of undergrad or whatever it may be. I just am saying that because otherwise people would be like, why do not you live in your dorm, or like, does it save, it's honestly more expensive to live in a dorm, at least most of the time, or in our, in our college town it is. Most of the time it is. So, it makes sense to move out to try and save money, and also just because you've already had like that dorm experience, I personally wanted to get out as soon as possible. I much prefer living in an apartment. So, yeah. I'm just, like, throwing that out there. Otherwise, people who are involved in Greek life, they'll usually live in their, you know, sorority house. Or frat house. house their sophomore year, and then they'll move into an apartment their junior year. So, um, as far as apartment living, I thought it was a pretty smooth transition. Like, I felt like the dorm was a smooth transition because there's still that community and you feel like you're not completely <laughs> alone. Like, if you had to go reach out to someone, you have your RA or you have, like... There's people that you can, like, reach out to if there's an issue. Mm-hmm. And then that still gives you, like, the sense of living on your own. You have to go grocery shopping on your own. Do all of that stuff still. But it's also, like, just a room. And it's also, like, you go grocery shopping kind of, but it's like you're stuck to your dorm. You only have so many things that you can try and do. And I know, like, we have this and boy, did thing. we try. <laughs> we tried, you guys. We tried so hard. We didn't use our dining hall for over a month when it, like after we first moved in. And looking back, I don't fully know how we did that honestly, we didn't use, like, the dining hall a lot, a lot. We mostly used it for breakfast. We mostly used it for breakfast just because the dining hall food honestly grossed me out, but, like, I'm amazed we didn't use it once for the first month, and then, like, some people, they love the dining hall. That's, like, how a lot of people gain the freshman 15 is through dining hall food, plus then, like, the unlimited food, like, you can keep getting, like, food. (laughs) You can just keep going back. (laughs) I would go, even, like, every time I went, it was, like, I only went and got, like, a select few items, and I'd be like... I never want. Okay, I'm done. I'm done with my food. <laughs> but that was I'm a picky eater, personally. personally. Um, some people love it, though, and that just was not me. But um, I think you were saying about our noodle cooker. Yeah, so we had... You didn't even... I found a different way where you could literally just put water in a bowl, and I'm pretty sure put the noodles in that, and, like, the noodles would cook eventually. But we got this thing that was, like, a noodle cooker, and so it was, like, this long rectangular plastic box you fill it with water and then you put your noodles in it and then you use that to soften the noodles and it worked but it was a mess I cannot tell you how many times it overflowed in our microwave <laughs> yeah it was not good and then like cleaning that was just a nightmare cleaning and- in general And a freaking dorm is disgusting <laughs> don't think about it too much otherwise you're gonna throw it. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all I have to say or like because again we have dishes and we had like just like the most inconvenient sink to be doing dishes in ever. It was one of those sinks where like it has a knob on it, the faucet is right up next to the back of the sink. And so you're like, it just is not good for doing dishes. This is gross, but I have to tell you because. <laughs> I know what you're gonna <laughs> say. Because you have to know what it was like to live in a dorm and how like it just was not good. So the rags we got, we should have bought different rags. I'm literally gonna up. We, <laughs> the rags we got were, like, we bought them on the way to college when we were, like, we don't we have, have rags. like, a scrubbing side. And we were, like, at a dishware store that was, like, in Williamsburg on the way, and we were, like, oh, this, these rags will be, per- will be perfect because they're pretty cheap. They are rag on one side, and then, like, a little, it's not scrubby, but it's, like, got a mesh-like thing on the other side, so it, like, kind of helped scrub, and I was, like, this is perfect. Um, it was not perfect. The material of those rags held onto hair. Like, no other. And even when you washed them, hair... got worse when you washed them. Like, hair is, like, woven into the rags where you'd be washing the dishes. Your hands are wet. (laughs) And you, like, can feel the hair. And you just have to try and, like, avoid it or, like, maybe pick it out and just not gag. But that was how we washed our dishes freshman year. Disgusting. And so then we... Back to the pasta. Let's, (laughs) Let's change subjects. Um... What we ended up realizing was that there's pasta that you can have those, like, specific packages. Like and the pronto noodles. Um, the pronto noodles, you just put those in the microwave for 60 seconds. That's much easier. It's a little bit more expensive, probably, but, you know, time is money, my friends. Exactly. And cleanup takes time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was, I guess, living in a dorm. I don't really know what, what we were trying to get for, like, the main point of that. Let's switch back to <laughs> moving into an apartment. So... We started our apartment search probably, well, when you live, most people here start looking like pretty early. Like you move in freshman year, by October you're looking for apartments. I was you stressed stay about that. Year. I was like, I just got here. Yeah, it seems like so much because you just figured out what it's like to live on campus. You just moved into your dorm and all of a sudden it's like people genuinely are searching for their apartments. Like everyone, not everyone, some people do push it off last minute, but we were like searching at we want to try and live in this place? What's our budget? Do we think we want to live here? And we were like finding out our favorite apartments. I think I'm trying to think of like mostly what we were looking for. We had a couple different options. We were kind of looking at a townhouse that was farther off campus just because if you do choose to live in a townhouse, you get a lot more house for a pretty dang good deal and you could find like some nice new townhomes to be able to rent out but if they're further from campus, the price goes down, which is good. But also, like, you're further from campus. So you, you could drive more if you want. Well, you would have to drive if you live in a townhome because there's probably not buses by those. Whereas if you live in um, kind of a complex that's, like, really set up, there's a couple around here, they might have buses that you can ride. And then there's, of course, just, like, separate, like, apartment buildings throughout campus. I think a lot of people get confused when they're like, where are you living? Because I always, like, people like, do you live on campus? And I'm like... In what sense do you mean? Like, is it associated with my university at all? No. But is it close to campus? Like, yeah, it's close to campus. I'd still say it's off campus because it's not really it's not on, campus. on campus. There's no buildings by it that are part of the university. So, um, I think that some, some of the things we were looking for as far as our apartment was obviously making sure it's in budget. That's just something you have to decide for yourself what that means to you. But you can definitely have like a higher and lower end of your budget. Um, and so, me and Sierra knew that we wanted a place that was nicer. Like, there's some places you can get here that I'm are about, super like fixtures. Cheap, yeah. You know, in a sense. Like, honestly, to me, like, the niceness of a place, like, the quality comes down to, like, what fixtures it has. And, you know, I feel like you get what I'm saying with that. Yeah. so So, like, we were definitely looking at newer places. There's some places that were older that just, like, they're not, they don't look clean. And I was like, I would just feel like no matter how hard I cleaned, like I wouldn't feel like I was in a clean apartment. So just stuff like that. We were mostly honestly looking at like an apartment that was newer or at least like felt nice and clean. And then we ended up like finding our apartment and we absolutely Mm -hmm. love it. I honestly say we didn't look that much at its proximity, but like I'm really glad that we live close enough where we can walk to campus. So I would say like I would recommend living close to campus if you can. But then again, if you yeah. want a nicer place for cheaper, you're gonna have to probably go farther out. So yeah. it's kinda like when increase all of that. like your roommates, sometimes that helps, but obviously we only live in a two bedroom and our rooms are pretty small, so the option of having multiple roommates is pretty much a no go, but I guess theoretically you isn't that illegal to have more than like the leases offered though. You could at least for ours, you could buy like an additional person. Like saying there's going to be more than one person in a room. Uh I could do that. Um, But yeah, so that was kind of our apartment stuff. I feel like we definitely did decide to go, like, if there's a higher or lower end of our budget, like we went on probably like the medium to higher end, but that was like something that we were willing to do, but it wasn't outside of our means because we just have to make sure we're still being able Mm -hmm. to afford it, pay stuff off, That's like another thing we want to talk about. Um, If you watch our YouTube channel... Uh, We're thinking about doing a what we spend in a week video. So we would do it in, like, we talked about, like, how we would do it in two different ways. So it's, like, we'd include this is what we spent this week. And then we'd also include a total that includes our monthly expenses broken down into, like, what it would be per week. And then add that onto our weekly expenses. Because I feel like when I first saw this video came out, I thought in my head, and I've probably changed a little bit on this opinion. But I was just thinking, like, it just made the most sense to me that it is only, like, what they are spending Like, not renewed expenses, not rent. It just made sense to me for it to be, like, what am I spending money on, like, right now? Because Um, I thought it was mostly about, like, tracking spending habits, and I don't feel like your rent and stuff is included in that. Like, those are just things that happen. It's not really, like, am I spending a lot or am I not spending a lot? Because those are just things you already decided you're going to spend X amount on every month, you know? But I do think that it's valuable to kind of get a full picture of what you're spending and so I do think that if we were to do that video, we would do that. Um, But yeah, let us know your opinions so that if we do that video, you guys can let us know what you want to see or how we should break it down or if we should say the first cost is just what we spent, how I just explained it, and then just tack on if you like thinking about it the other way, here's our other expenses too. I'm trying to think of like what my monthly expenses are. Rent's definitely the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Gotta love rent. I feel like I don't have that many monthly expenses. We have, like, rent and, like, utilities, internet. But then mm-hmm. other than that's just our Hotworks membership. I have subscriptions that you don't pay for. I pay for them. And then, like, what else do you have? You don't have I anything I have an else. Amazon account. Oh. Yeah, I don't which have Which I do Amazon. pay for. But it's obvious. I think you get a discount for being a student. I don't honestly fully know how much I pay a month for that. <laughs> I just have um, an Amazon Prime account. Because... I don't think it's that much. I want to say it's $16 a month. I think that's how you sounds pay for that. Why don't you use mom's? Because I am responsible and I'm on my own and yeah. I don't use freaking Amazon ever though. I watch Monk on it. Well, you do you. Okay. <laughs> you keep spending $16 a month. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't, I don't have Disney plus. You use mine. <laughs> I hardly use yours. I've used it like twice. Okay. <laughs> I am logged into it on my room though. Sierra pays for Spotify, which then I'm logged into on my phone, but then you can only use like one person can be on it at a time. So Sierra does always like get you priority, you know? Um, and then with that, you also get a Hulu account, right? Mm-hmm. You just get that. Yeah. To be fair, a Spotify account for students is only five bucks a month. Exactly. Um, and you get both those. And but you we get don't, Showtime. We don't use Hulu or Showtime, but you do get those. So if you're a student... You should really help on that. You should do that. I will say, do you remember freshman year? Because we didn't have any music thing freshman year. And we were like, I don't get why people would pay for like a music thing. Yeah. I changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> changed my <laughs> mind completely. It's absolutely worth spending money on... I mean, I think Spotify is superior. What did superior. we do in the car? YouTube. Like... We would, We would do YouTube, you guys, where I couldn't, like, use anything else on my phone. That's crazy to me, because I feel like we literally just got it, like, not that long ago. We got it, okay, I'm pretty sure we got it beginning of uh, sophomore year, so it's been a while. I know, but, like, I feel like all of high school, when we were driving, we would just be like, the radio, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, I guess we used to use, uh, SoundCloud. We would, like, see if we could find uh, songs, you know? Yeah. Because SoundCloud is free. No, Mm -hmm. I radio, that's what we used. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's free. Not a bad it's, deal. It's not bad, but it's also like you don't get like the selection, the choice. But if you don't want to spend any money on anything. And I now remember I would do like <laughs> Jason Dorilo and I'd just be like, okay, whatever it's playing. <laughs> Go. Like you on get our way like to a school. certain number of skips, you know. Pandora also Haley has Pandora. I think that's disgusting. Not to offend any Pandora users. I've never I even just used don't it, honestly. <laughs> if you're listening to It just doesn't, doesn't aesthetically um, please me, and so I'm like, I don't want to use it. Anyways so anyway, Spotify is worth the money. I even think like when I'm not, a, I guess I'm gonna be a student for three more years, so I still get the student discounts for a while. But um, we just signed our dad up for it because he's very behind as far as technology goes, and just like doesn't like to try new things. Even Everyone adult at their hard. own pace, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, this probably is not really adulting, but whatever. So our dad, he likes music a lot. Like he drums. He is usually just listening to like CDs though. And so he's old school. he's old school, and so, or he'll listen to his radio, like he doesn't mind listening to radio and stuff, um but otherwise, he just uses CDs and so he was recently probably a month ago or so, he was like, "I really need to know how to like get my own music because he knows that that's a thing. He just didn't have it himself, you know, And so I was like, "Okay, me and Sierra use Spotify. We could help you sign up for that. It costs money like ten bucks a month. I thought I said costs monies, but I didn't <laughs> like um." And so he was like, okay, and then we were telling him, while we were setting up his Spotify account like that, we use this, some people use Apple Music, he'll use Pandora, and then he started freaking out, being like, should I look into this more and decide what one I want before I, like, go yeah, into like, this it's one? not that deep. And we were like, it's not that deep, Spotify is totally fine, you'll love it, because me and Steve <laughs> Spotify. And so he was like, this is just kind of to show you how he doesn't fully understand technology or how quickly things can be done, we were fully willing to help him out he already asked us to help him out and so we were like okay let's get a spotify up on your phone and then i was like let's get your stuff filled out you know and he was like maybe i'll just do this later because you know that'll take too much time and we were like no just let us help you do it it takes two seconds and then literally five seconds later he was like that was it we were done and we're like, it was that fast it's not really that have to make an account. And he's been loving it. He said, best 10 bucks I ever spent. And he knows he pays for it every single month, but I'm kind of like, it's not just the 10 bucks he spent. It's yeah. 10 bucks every month that you have to spend. But he still is like, best use of his money ever, I guess. And he only listens to Post Malone, <laughs> his favorite <laughs> artist right now. Which I thought he would be like all over like the 80s, yeah. like playlist, but I guess not. I know. I thought so too, but he's had it for, I guess like a month now, like I said, probably not that long actually, but... I showed him, like, how to search stuff, and I know that he really likes Post Malone right now, but he also really likes 80s, so I showed him how to get to the decades and how he could search 80s, and when we were just back home, I was like, what have you been listening to? And he's just like, I've only listened to Post Malone. (laughs) So I just can only imagine what it's been like in his car. (laughs) It just repeats circles for (laughs) three hours. (laughs) That's the first song that plays every single time you go to his thing, and that's, like, every time he searches Post Malone on Spotify, like that's the first one that comes up. So it's just It's funny to me. This is kind of backtracking, but like we wrote this down our outline One of the things that sucked about, you know When you start adulting and getting your own place is like your response for everything So you have to like call and do things and set things up and I really hated that Especially when we first got our apartment, we had to Separately like some apartments. It really just depends on your lease. Some of them will have all of that set up for you And it's just included in the rent or there's like a set fee. It just depends on the apartment. We had to get internet set up for ourselves. We had to get water. Um, We had to like contact the city and get that billing set up on our own. And then we had to do that for cable too. And so it's like we had to call all those places after moving in. And like I so badly wanted to push it off, but I was like, I just moved in. Like I have to start paying for this stuff slash so get it set up because I want cable and internet as soon as possible. And then the water, I was like, I don't know what happens if I don't set up the water, but (laughs) I gotta start doing that. I think what's scary is that you don't know like all the information that you need when you make those calls. And so it's like, do I need my social security number? Do I need like a routing number? Like you just don't know everything. That's one of my adulting things, is that I I know the last four digits of my social security now, but I don't know the full thing. And I think you're supposed to at a certain point in your adult life, but I just don't yet. And so the amount of times I've had to text my mom being like, what's my social security We have letter? a thing in our cupboard now. I know, so that helps, but hopefully no one breaks into our apartment, steals my well, Like, I literally, like, not lying, when I would get ready to, like, make a call, I'd be like, okay, I'd have, like, my laptop, my phone, my wallet if I needed it, and then, like, the card with, like, our social security information. You're like, I have everything. I was like, okay, I think I have everything I need. And then I would call because I was like, what if I don't have something? And I'm like, can I call back later, I guess? Like, I'm totally the type of person that would be like, I don't have that. Hang up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you back later. Bye. And then, like, I've had to make so many calls to Wells Fargo recently just because I think I've already talked about, like, I've had credit card issues. It's all resolved at this moment. But, Check like, back in a week, I mean, yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> like, I've called them, I swear, five times in the past month or month and a half. She's gotten mm-hmm. so good at it. Really, the more you do it, the more you get used to it, the more you realize it's not a big deal and if you need to yeah. get something or if they have a question, you can either call back or just... Give them a or like if they give you a second, you can get that information, and I feel like it's just not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. The more you grow up, the easier it gets. Same with like trying to. I'm like eventually I'm gonna have to like we already do go to like physicals and stuff on our own, but like that was kind of another part of like adulting where oh, it's yeah. like you transition from like okay so every time, time I when you come to the doctor with me. It's like eventually in high school it's kind of like they start being like you can just drive yourself like go to get your physical on your own. And it's just, like, weird. because I feel like, like cause I when don't know you're younger, do, do, you always think, like, there's so much behind it. And since, like, there's insurance with a lot of that stuff, you mostly just, like, go check in. They call you back. And, like, insurance is all on, like, the back end. You go, and then you leave. Mm-hmm. Same with, like, going to the dentist. You check in. You leave. Like, yeah. it's all insurance is, like, the back end. And, like, if you're still on your parents, like we are, then you don't deal with that. <laughs> so <laughs> That'll be something we have to get yeah. eventually. But, like, you think it's, like, so difficult to, like, go to the doctor's office or the dentist. But it's not. Mm-hmm. going to the dentist is actually like really easy I don't get it stressed is. out about that at all but like the doctor I'm still like do I need anything <laughs> I know I've like we've been going to the dentist on our own like for a lot but it's like it just seems like the doctor is so much more like yeah. I don't know what's going on or like what if they ask me something and I'm not sure like sometimes they'll even like even if you're the child and checking in they might be like is this your insurance number or do you have an insurance card I'm not and like, I'll be like yeah <laughs> yeah or I'll be like because they have I think asked me like do you have an insurance card and it's like no and like that still isn't like it doesn't really mean anything. I'll be like, "No, I don't." Yeah, I don't know what that means. And they'll honestly. be like, "Okay," I'm like, "Okay," I'm like, "Okay." It's a watch matter? Anyways, just like little stuff like that. you are kind of like, should like, should I have that or not? Um, yeah, I kind of forgot about that because I remember like being in high school and I was just like, it was just a lot. I was like, "Mom, you have to tell me exactly what I have to say." Yeah, or what I'm getting picking there. up prescriptions like at the pharmacy. Yeah, I already talked about this in a podcast episode about like it's just I don't know what I'm supposed to say if I'm doing it for the very first time, and some of it I swear is not my fault. Some of it I'm like, I'm sure I could go up, and, like, I should be able to say something, and they'll help me out, but there was one time I went to get a prescription, and I said, like, my mom was telling me, say you're here to pick up a prescription, so I said that, and I think the issue, which they should have just, like, been able to work with me, but, like, then I ended up saying, I need to fill a prescription. Someone can let me know if that genuinely is, like, if does, it matters. Like, does that matter or not? Or should they have, like, assumed if it wasn't there, maybe it needs to be filled? You know what I mean? Um, it just took longer than it should have, I think. But, you know, once you figure it out, like, the first time really is just a learning curve, and it's not that hard once you figure it out. Like, go to pick up prescriptions now. You just go up to the pickup window, say your name, date of birth. Or, that's it. Well, yeah, you still have to do that. But I also found out you can fill stuff. Our, pres- or our pharmacy is CVS. You can do that stuff online now. And I thought you had to call every time. But you don't. Well, okay, I had really making things more user-friendly, like the kiosks to check stuff out, call and fill your prescription online. I had such a confusing prescription thing, like, that I just got resolved, because for some reason, uh, the CVS, like, here in Coralville, I guess is where it was, was, like, blocking my prescription or whatever, because, like, literally every time I went there, like, you have to, like, get it, like, refilled and, like, have your doctor, like, Refill it. So I was like, Mom, this is when I was like, Mom, (laughs) help me out. And then she called our doctor, and our doctor was like, She has like years worth of prescription. And I was like, What is going on? But it's been figured out. You know what's annoying? Because this reminded me of something else. What we used to do was super convenient because there are like prescription mail services that work great. And when we were in high school, that's like what our mom did most of the time. I think even beginning college, she did that, and then eventually she stopped, and I was kind of like, Mom, "Why, Mom, why'd you stop doing that? Now I have to go to the pharmacy and get all my prescriptions. And guess why? Because me and Sierra are twins and have the same birthday, their systems, like, can't fathom that, like, they, it messes our prescriptions up all the time. And, like, their system can't fathom that two people have the same birthday. And, like, last name. I don't know if that's the issue particularly, but, like, we also have do different it's a, first name. But it's essentially, like... When I asked our mom what the issue is, and like it's happened before too, like even sometimes in person at pharmacies, like just because we're same birthday and stuff, like it's the end of the world, I swear. And I know. Like, and I'm like, you stop. That. <laughs> There's so much technological advances we have in this world, and we haven't figured out how to account for twins or doubles within the pharmacy what system. If a, what if a dad and a son had the same birthday? Like, what's the issue? I just don't get it. Is it like the same age? It's like, this is too much of the same information. Impossible x out (laughs) x out we're not working so that's just kind of like we didn't even write any of that down in our notes but all like the healthcare related stuff and that's not even related to insurance like i have a whole world to figure out when it comes to that yeah um (laughs) okay let's move more on to like budgeting and stuff um that's kind of like the last bit of what we have written down i guess we have a little bit of like cleaning related stuff i don't know how we organize this (laughs) all i have to add about cleaning is just that i'm like good at picking things up and stuff but just like I'm not the best with, like, vacuuming as often as I should, doing, like, my sheets and my bedding, like, laundry. Yeah. I should do that more often than I should. Or, like, like more often than dishes. like, dishes. Like, our mom and dad are pretty good about, like, just getting dishes done as soon as you use them. And even though there's only two of us living in our apartment, I swear we use so many dishes. And it just kind of is, like, sometimes after dinner it's just easier to leave, leave it, it. <laughs> and not worry about it till the next day. And then maybe you are a little behind on dishes and the dishwasher's full now and so stuff stays in the sink. I'm just, like, we're not on the top of it as we could be, but we try our best. That's or, like, all we cleaning counters get. is hard. Yeah, why? Like, that's an underrated, yeah. difficult task. Cleaning counters is so annoying. And, like, our counters are, like, white, so it's hard to even see sometimes. Well, it's, like, white, not granite. White speckled. Like, yeah. It's sometimes hard to see where it's even dirty at, but, like, you'll be sitting and be, like, it's, like, sticky, or, like, it's dirty right here, and it's just, like, it's annoying. Or like oven top cleaning. So annoying. Maybe I need to be like a little cleaner when I'm cooking on the stove. Probably. So that's not an issue. Sometimes when stuff spills over when I'm cooking on the stove, I get so angry because then it starts like burning and then I'm like, I'm going to have to clean this and all that. But anyway, that's all we have to <laughs> say for cleaning. Um, Back to more budgeting stuff. I guess all we really have to say about this is that if you're spending more or how'd you wear this? The more you have. I'd say, the more you want to save, (laughs) yeah, you're just reading my notes, the more you want to save, or the less money you have to spend, the more strictly you should, like, stick to a budget. Yeah. I think that your budget's gonna look different for everyone, I'm not gonna, like, I personally, like, don't have. and people are going to emphasize different things. Yeah. What are they going to want to spend more money on? Like, no one needs the same exact, like, someone could have the exact same amount they want to spend as someone else, but you could split up those categories completely differently depending on what's important to you. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think obviously first and foremost is your place of you know where you live, because that's you want make be your sure biggest <laughs> you can chunk. afford that, and then just like making sure you're not spending more than what you can. You and know? also if you're trying to save, which as you all should. Also, I want to say this. So me and Sierra are pretty lucky. Our mom works. I mean like our mom and stepdad both work together, and they do like investing in stocks and stuff. And so that hasn't been something Sierra and I have had to spend. A whole bunch of time learning about like they honestly help us out a lot and just like they're we like we have invest money in invested and like they worry about that and I know I want to like get more involved Which, with technically, that like we hire them so it's like <coughs> yeah you know but it's like so that's been super helpful and if you do have money that you want to start investing or I don't fully know exactly like what retirement s- stuff can be going on but try to maybe like if that's possible for you it's a really good way to like make money without doing anything passive income you know? my friends so I just wanted to throw that out there because we do do that, but it's just kind of on the back burner. And I will like admit, I'd... like, we have the, like, it's just easier for us to, like, have even started doing that because mm-hmm. of our And when you start step. investing. Like, I think everyone says it, but <clears throat> a lot of people don't think to actually start doing it until later. But the earlier you start, you know, the more you'll have saved up by the time you're close to retiring and then maybe you can retire early, you know, that kind of stuff. So I would highly recommend looking into that. Again, we're very fortunate that we have, connections. But I feel like parents definitely can help you out like because your parents likely have money invested too and I feel like they'll be happy that you want to start investing because they're gonna be like that's a good idea actually. So if you bring it up maybe they'd be more than happy to help you out and you know start small. I know some people also like really if they just want to get started on a small scale there are like investment apps or something. Acorn or something? Acorn is one I think. Not sponsored. I just Um, heard it. You know you could try like choose where you want to start with that stuff but I think that's a good thing to mention because investing, like, you should be investing. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely, like, this year, I'm trying to make it a point to learn more about finances. I have trying to to improve our financial literacy. That's what I'm calling it. Yeah. Like, just understanding that stuff. Is that I know that, like, I have a solid income where it's, like, I don't have to really track my spending because I know that I'm not spending over that. I like to say that we're conscientious spenders. We don't track it actively. We'll find out how much we spend in our video that we do, but... It's definitely, like, I know if I'm spending a lot this one week or if I'm doing good one week, you know? Just stuff like that. So, I just think that this year I'm trying to be like, okay, maybe I should, like, start sticking to a budget more. I think also just, you know, with grad school coming up, having to kind of prep for that and how I want to budget and account for all of that so I can potentially graduate grad school debt-free, like, it's going to take some time and planning to figure all of that out. And so, that's what I'm trying to learn more about this year. I will say... You can also try out budget apps if you'd like. I I swear in high school is when I got this, or maybe it was early college. There was this app I got. I don't even remember the name of it. I just searched like budgeting apps on, on the app store. And I was like, because I, again, wanted to just like be more mindful of how I was spending my money and set limits to try and follow. And it was kind of nice because the app was able to like separate out my costs. Like I tied it to my Wells Fargo account because that's what I use and every time I spent something it would automatically transfer into the app and it would know if it was on clothing, groceries, uh, health and wellness. It separated out into categories that for the most part it did an okay job of separating out and then you could set like limits that you wanted to have for the month and it was good but it was just like realistically I didn't go back and forth to the app to check how well I was doing and that's probably like more on me but I also feel like I didn't have like a good idea of like what do I want my budget to be for the month to, like, try and aim for that? I would just kind of have, like, the app and my spending and be like, okay, cool. Um, so if you're going to do that, you definitely need to, like, say, what is my goal? What's my limit? Or maybe I should, like, keep track of my spending first and then try and adjust a goal from there. Because mm-hmm. if you don't know how much you're spending at all, how the heck are you supposed to make a goal of where you want to be? Yeah, and another thing that's difficult about YouTube for us is that your income changes monthly, so you can't really just be like, here is... My monthly budget and, like, it's going to be the same every month because that's just not realistic. Yeah. It varies a lot. But that's kind of what we have for budgeting. Quickly, we also have just, like, a category on, like, car stuff. If you do have a car, Sierra and I share a car, so one, that helps a lot. Uh, we also split gas costs, so that helps. Basically, everything car-related that we just spend money on, we split because we I have we share been a thinking. Car. You guys can let me know your input because I'm not really fully sure what I want to do. But, so, me and Sierra... Last year, sometime, we were looking around at getting another car to have because eventually, like, we
1: it's will been nice.
0: Need another car. <laughs> it's nice because we live in the same place, we are going to the same school, and we're going to continue going to the same school. Whereas last year, we didn't know, so we were kind of like, if we end up at two different schools, we're going to need two cars. So we kind of started looking, or at least talking about getting another car. And now it's like, I know there isn't necessarily a need for another car now, but at the same time, eventually, we're going to both need to get separate cars, I don't know if you have any idea of like what would be a good time to determine or when we should be getting another car, when is that necessary? like maybe I don't know like I just don't know when another car is necessary. Yeah. so I mean for sure graduation <laughs> well I know uh, um yeah. but yeah, and then other stuff like changing tires, getting your oil changed, all that stuff are like car expenses that don't happen all the time. It's hard to have those expensive expenses that are always going to happen, but if it's not on, like, a weekly or even, like, monthly basis, then it's, like, oh, yeah, I have that, but it's not, like, something you're regularly, like, incorporating into your budget, or, like, when I get my hair done, it's, like, a couple hundred dollars just, like, on its own thing, you know, I don't know, it's just, like, a separate thing, but it's not a weekly or monthly thing. Yeah, I get what you're saying, it's hard to budget for that, maybe, like, a miscellaneous tab, but... You don't do all of that every month, so I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, like, harder to keep track of stuff with that and a budget, but also, like, at that point, there's certain things where it's, like, we know we're going to get our hair done when we get it done with a certain person. Like, at that point, it is kind of just, like, the cost is the cost, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. You just have to accept it. I'm good at accepting costs. <laughs> uh, like, some, a lot of people will complain about how, like, oh, this is so expensive, blah, 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 and I'm just, like, it is what it is. This is probably, me and Sierra, when I had a new laptop, it was $3,000, on the spot. And I was like, okay. Okay, here you go. Here's my card. Like, what are you supposed to do? I don't want any other type of computer. And my computer broke. And it's... For me, it was final season because my computer broke too. I was like, what am I supposed to do? Pay for the laptop. There you go. <laughs> also, um, another thing. If you have a credit card, which I recommend you get a credit card because then you can start building up credit. Um, Don't spend it like it's a credit card and treat it like it's a debit card. Because... I always use my debit card before my credit card and like since i've transitioned to using a credit card i don't use my debit card i just treat it like my debit card and then every month i just pay it off with my like debit account or whatever and like sarah was saying earlier we want to try and get a little more savvy with our money this year so we were even thinking of signing up for a couple different credit cards just because then you can start getting involved in like rewards and point systems and so i was interested in maybe getting the like a united credit card or like an airline credit card just because we do like to travel and so if we could save money on plane tickets, plane tickets and stuff. <laughs> um and I just like United so it's kind of what I was leaning towards, but we'll probably look at a couple different cards. And Sierra was thinking of getting a hotel card so that again, with the with yeah, our joint with our travel joint account. Otherwise card. I know there's our mom has like an American Express card, for example, that she said she can like transfer points to different things. I don't fully know what that means. I'm just, like, telling you guys that I'm trying to look more into this stuff and... Because right now with our credit cards... Some people are super pro credit card and some people are, like, anti-credit card. I think that, realistically, you need to get on board with, like, credit and credit scores because that's how the world works and just know you're not... You shouldn't be overspending your money just Like, treat it like it's your own money. Yeah. And then just, when it's time to pay it off, use your money, you know? That's Mm -hmm. how I look at it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what we have for that... I will say, with jumping back to car expenses, sorry, we're kind of all over the place, um, we are very fortunate because our grandpa, he owned his own towing company and gas station, like, he's really, like, he's a car guy, and so he has a lot of connections with just car dealerships or other people that are in the car industry, and, like, he'll often just, like, take our car, get the oil changed for us, and, like, do that whole thing. I did want to bring up, related to a car, an adulting experience of mine, uh, because every time I've had low tire pressure... I've always been, like, at home or something. And I've been like, oh, like, dad, mom, someone, help do it. And then they would do it. And then... <laughs> she would say, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we were... This is like, a few months ago at this point. But we had, like, our low tire pressure sign pop up when we were in Iowa City. And we are about to drive back to Des Moines. So I was like, okay, like, whatever. I'll just go stop at a gas station and fill it before we go back. I literally, like... I didn't think it was going to be that hard. But I looked up a YouTube video you know just beforehand to make sure i knew what was going on and she looked up the gas station she wanted to go to <laughs> yeah and then i went there and like i started to try and use it and also it was cold when you were doing it was this. cold and i was i thought we were there for like 10 minutes i swore i was like am i doing it wrong i don't know what's going on this doesn't look like the thing that was in the video and like by the end of that whole ordeal our tire pressure psi was at like 17 supposed not to be good. at 33, and so I was like, oh my god, am I doing something wrong? I literally had to go to the person behind us and be like, he I felt waiting. like such a dumb girl, you know, in that moment, where, yeah, it's, like, like, where it's like, oh my god, I don't know how to feel But I was high pressure. I do, though. I did. That's what bothered me, was because I was like, am I doing this wrong? But I was like, I swear I'm not. And he was, like, waiting, so it's kind of like, if you want to go, buddy, you're going to have to try and, like, help me yeah. to get through me first. Yeah. <laughs> and so he came, and he was doing literally the exact same freaking thing that I was doing, and he was like... It's not really working. Yeah, and then he was like, did it go up? It went up, like, one PSI in, like, two minutes, so he's like, yeah, this one's not working very well, so then I felt smarter because I was like, okay, it's not me then, it was the thing, so we went to a different (laughs) gas station. Hold on. On the way over, I don't think this really mattered. It doesn't matter that much, but it was still funny in the moment to me, so we were driving to another gas station, and it was not that far, and I knew that it probably, like, didn't matter that much, but I was kind of like, Sierra, this is a dumb question, because you probably did already do this, <laughs> but did you screw the cap back onto the tire? <laughs> and then she was like, no. But I did put it in my pocket, because the video that I watched, the lady was like, put it in your pocket, you're going to lose it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, right I remember that, which, again, I don't think that that's that big a video if you don't have the cap on, especially like we were just going, yeah. like, literally less than a mile. Um. Then I went to this new gas station. It did have the type of, I don't know, air pressure pump thing that the video had i think the other one was broken at the other gas station clearly because it wasn't working um and then i did it just the video showed and it was just fine so basically if you have to fill up your your air and your tires look up a video on youtube and it's that easy (laughs) if you go to the right gas gas station station, that works um last section that we had to talk about i'm actually kind of surprised that we've been talking so long for this particular episode i was like i don't know how long this is gonna be (laughs) But go us. The last thing we had to talk about was just, like, a travel segment. Um, if it's not important to you, then, you know, none Goodbye. of this really <laughs> matters. You guys, you know, thanks for listening. <laughs> um, later. But, yeah, so travel, as far as, like, adulting goes. So, in high school, you can't really travel, honestly, on your own. Like, you can't stay at a hotel by yourself. You can't run a car. You could fly, but then it's, like who's picking you, like, it's probably, like, you could fly to somewhere that family lives and then stay there, Mm. but, like, there's technically, like, Uber, Airbnb, you can do all that if you're 18, but if you're 16, you can't, like, that's what I'm saying. Okay. You're barely 18 in high school, so then, okay, (laughs) anyways, um, so when you get to college and, you know, you're adulting a little bit more, you actually can start traveling more and having a little bit more freedom if that's something that you choose to spend your money on, and maybe it's not, maybe it's not a concern of yours, and then, you don't care anyways, but it's certainly something that me and Sierra like to do and we like to account for as far as, like, trying to save money for that or be looking for cheap flights and stuff to t- just to try and like, make the most of your money and, like, save money where you can, um, and it's just really nice that, like, the older you get, there's still some hurdles at 20 because it's definitely not smooth sailing. We've actually only gone on, like, two completely on our own trips, and one was with NBC, so it was, like, they took care of everything. Yeah. So it was, like, we went on our own and, like, traveled on our own, but it was also, like, very much, like, kind of them holding our hands the whole <laughs> way through. Uh, and so that was good, but it was, like, it was a good first alone trip, I think. Yeah. Um, and it was to NYC, so it was kind of intimidating just because I was, like, we're going to NYC on our own, and I just feel like it was a lot, but we were with the company, like, the whole day. So anyways, um, and then our other trip was literally just a road trip to Omaha, um, but that was our first time, like, getting hotels hotel I guess, on our own. yeah. It wasn't our first time staying at a hotel alone, because we did for the NBC trip. But, for that, it was, like, we booked it ourselves, got it all figured out on our own. And so, I just feel like, you know, for certain hotels, I technically I 20, booked the hotel for our Orlando trip, but, like, and, like, checked in, but mom ended up coming, so. sure, true. Like, we were going to do that trip on our own, but, like, sometimes, and we were going to do Switzerland on our own, but sometimes our mom likes to come, and <laughs> so she comes, too. Pay your way, that's our rule. Um... So, yeah. And it's just nice. We are going to Hawaii with Maggie for spring break. So, that's going to be another, like, that's just us and her. I think that will probably be, like, our big, that'll like, true like, testament. Yeah. And I'm excited, personally. So, we have... i little we, concerned about driving to Chicago, but we'll figure am, it out. I am, too. <laughs> Not gonna lie. um, That'll be, like, the hardest part, honestly, is getting to Chicago. Just because their traffic's a little crazy. Um, But... Where we already got our airplane tickets, and like you can obviously be whatever age to buy tickets, but we got, um, it's actually not an Airbnb. It's on Verbo, which is similar to Airbnb. Is it Verbo or VRBO? Because we were talking to our sister Haley, and she was like, swear Vrbo. VRBO." And I, I swear like, it because I just used it. I swear I had ads popping up on my YouTube, so I'm pretty sure it's Verbo. I think it is too. Why would they call it VRBO? Like, right? let's be real, they wouldn't. Um, but yeah, so we got that, and actually. So, we found one place that we were going to use. It was, like, super cheap, and it looked great. I honestly don't know how it was as cheap as it was, and I sent it to Maggie and Sierra, and they were like, this is perfect, but here's the thing. If you find a place that you want to stay, and if you're, like, genuinely looking at going to that place, like, we had our airplane tickets. We knew we were going there. We just kind of, like, didn't feel like booking it that night. It was gone the next day. Like, what did we expect? It was $74 a night, and And it it was was... freaking nice. Like, I'm almost worried it was a scam because it was like, how? So, this may be better because it shouldn't be a scam, but we found another place that was not as cheap, but still very nice. Um, however, it was, like, on Verbo it said that minimum age was 21, and I was like, this sucks because me and Sierra are 20, and I was like, we're so close to being 21. Not, like, so close, but I was like, we're super mature, right? <laughs> Come on. And so, we actually just emailed the person, and they were totally fine with it being, like, that we were 20, so it's kind of nice. At least these places are just, like, owned by the people. They can make their own decisions on their property, so that ended up being nice too, but Airbnb, I'm pretty sure, is always just 18 as the minimum. Mm-hmm. And we'll have to figure something out. We want to rent a car, and so Megan said she's pretty sure she found a place we can rent a car from. But you have to like again with car be rentals, a little more... it's a little more confusing because they usually only mm-hmm. be like 25, which is kind of insane to me. That like they want you to be 25 for all that. So so yeah, that's kind of our adulting one-on-one episode. We Hopefully talked about we a lot. I feel like everything you were interested in, some stories, some of our experiences, and just. Things that people go through when they're transitioning from high school to college or just beyond high school. If you You guys want to 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 share your own adulting experiences, like your first experience doing X, Y, or Z, we're going to try and have an Instagram post up uh, saying this episode is live and you guys can chat in the comments. We'll hopefully try and respond to you. And And then, you know, comment on anything like the video we want to do is tracking our spending in a week. Let us know if you'd be interested in that or how we should do it. Yeah. Other than that. I think that covers everything for this episode, and we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye!